Why Date, Season 2, Episode 1, Heartbreak and Catching Feels. hate to hear is the fact like that, and I, and I heard this. You're this, a great this, guy. You're a good guy. You're a great guy. <laughs> then why the fuck are you breaking up with me then? If I'm just a great guy, <laughs> why, why, is it, why is this happening? It makes no sense. You're so, a great guy. Like, why do you want to break a good guy's heart? Exactly. Like, <laughs> what kind of person You know what I mean? And that's the you. thing they tell me. I'm sure she said the same thing to you. She do. They all say the same stuff. She said the same exact thing that, like, that we're talking about right now. You're a great guy. This is Welcome back, 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 Y Day Season 2. I'm excited. I'm back. I, I got through the sickness. We've been we've been gone for about four months. It's been a long time, long green process. I feel like I'm excited for this. This is actually one of my I, I was waiting for like weeks. I contacted all the guys. I was like, guys, season two. Like season two is gonna be the one that we we've been through it. I feel like it's a big rejuvenation process. I think at the end of episode like twelve, or season one, I think we just we didn't lose material. But I felt like we were just we were just kind of going through a process. I think we were just kind of rebuilding that and starting that up, that brand up. But I'm excited now, and I'm in a room with this is like something I've been waiting for all the time. But we yeah. finally got certain people on here, and I'm like, finally, this is like we got four different types of people here. Like they were four, going through four different types of stories, four different things we've been going through. We're all different. I feel like, and this is dope. Like, I think it's, like, one of, like, it's, it's going to be lit, like what kids say, right? So, and, um, yeah, man, like, so just a little recap. I guess we have my man, Heartbreak. And this fact right here, we got Max Savage. What's up, what's up? He's, he's here. And we got another guest. I'll bring him up later. But we got three of these guys because we never got a chance to get all you guys together at once. Like, we've been separately doing your own thing. Which is true. And like now we finally got you guys here. Like it's like, all right, dude, we're gonna do this. So give a little recap of what happened, what we've been doing. I, I'm gonna have Max Savage go first because, like I said, he was the co-host. He was in the beginning of everything. What's been going on with you for three months? Yeah, it's, it's hard to think that it's been three months since the last time we made a podcast. Four months, something like that. I think it's like it's been longer. It's been too damn long. And in this time, we've been able to split apart and like do our own things and. One of, the, one of the worst things I can say that happened is that I started dating-ish, you know, going into uh, going into possibly dating somebody, you know, going out, seeing some things. And, um, yeah, dude, I, I can say that women suck. They absolutely <laughs> suck. That's one of the last three months of uh, shown is that women are just absolutely terrible. Terrible, disgusting creatures. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what has happened this past some time? Um... There was somebody that I trusted that ended up breaking that trust. Uh, that was recently. Uh, there was somebody who I got friend zoned again. That was amazing. But it was it was it was worse because it was somebody that like I personally went. You know what? I'm going to put myself in the friend zone for this person because that's how much I care. And I was just like, what, what the fuck am I doing? Like this is this is nuts. Um, 
but we'll go over my stories. My stories are pretty weak, to be honest. I just want to hear what everybody else has been doing. I mean, we gotta know what you've been doing, man. Like Tinder. You mean last time we talked? Oh, actually, no, no, no. So I quit Tinder. I did. I completely quit Tinder, which is fine. I just got back onto seeing through Tinder to see, like, again, like what's going on with it. But this this whole time we haven't like been around. I decided to do the casual, the old-fashioned way of dating: find somebody, talk to them, kind of thing. I gotta say, it's fucking hard. It's definitely not as easy as it used to be. Um, definitely not as easy. So I found somebody who I had, I. Had, I guess I had known for a long time. Like we went to school together. She was a pretty cool chick, and uh, I thought this is my fault. I caught feelings way too hard. Uh oh. Fell in love with this woman. Like, straight up. She was like, I was like, this person's perfect. I could see myself being with this person forever, kind of a situation. And um, you know, we had two fantastic, really good dates. Like in my experience, they were the best dates I've ever had. Just what we did. It wasn't anything too crazy or whatever. We went to Berkeley and one of them and shit. It was really good. Really fantastic. And then just, just like that, cut communication. Didn't hear from her for like two fucking weeks. And I'm just sitting there like, what just happened? My body. No, dude, it was it was ass. Like I didn't know. I felt like did I fuck up? Like what did I do wrong? Like I'm sitting there questioning myself. Like did, did, am I the bad person here? Did I do something that wasn't right or correct or whatever? No, it wasn't that at all. It's just that's just how she is as a person. Like all their friends had said it. Like no, that's just that's just what she does. And I'm like, y'all couldn't give me a warning beforehand. Like before I decided to catch shit, you know. Uh, that was the big one. That was the huge. And it, it put me in stress for a long time. And I learned a lot from this experience. And it made me a little bit, not I can't say colder, but a little bit more thicker skinned when it comes to shit like this. So like I feel like it was a learning experience. And it's good. I know not to waste time uh, with people. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why you disappeared for such a long time. I, I, I realized Max Savage was doing stuff. I thought I felt like he was on the other side of the world. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Catching him, I'm like, where is this guy at? You know, like, but I'm glad you're with us. Mm-hmm. We've been through some stuff, I feel like. And um, I'm probably going to talk more about Heartbreak. What he's been doing for the past months. He's been gone. We've been in my... <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, like, man. <laughs> so, uh, so... Oh, if you guys don't know, we're actually on a live stream today. Uh, we're in this group called Albert's Dating, Listing, and Referrals. Um, it's about like 800 people in there, so um, I'm not showing you guys this because you, know, you, uh, you haven't agreed to show your identity on that page. But what you guys do, once you guys do, you guys can like you know, put your input, in, right? Absolutely. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool list. Um, my friend Albert, like, he's a very successful uh, moderator for like career refer- reference and stuff, right? Um, so we're talking about heartbreaks, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Heartbreaks, <Yes>. catching feels, <laughs> like, <laughs> the X, like. Um, so okay, so it all began with an app called OkCupid, right? And this is not where I got the heartbreak. This is where I learned about how strong I was. Okay, so I did it. This um, long story short, San Diego. She's very psycho, um, Filipino white girl, right? She's really cool. She's actually a really smart girl. She went to UC Berkeley. It's just that we weren't compatible, right? And um, I think from, you know, when I talk about our experiences with other people, um, they, the, the medical professional was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, right? If you guys know what that is. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much, like, very uh, frantic to hold on to, like, the partner, right? Um, and I, I started noticing things where 
she starts seeing me as a good candidate to be her husband, not like a lover. You know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, yeah, you know, you're tall, you got good qualities, da-da-da. I'm like, well, do you love me? Like, <laughs> I'm not a piece of meat, you know what I mean? Like, I got, I got feelings, too. I'm a human being. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, um, so after we broke up, of course, I went back to my uh, online dating phase. Uh, OG Cupid was out of the picture, right, because that's just too much trauma. So I went on to Bumble, right? Bumble was pretty cool. Um, I had a lot of success on Bumble. Uh, so I met uh, Florida. She's like this other Caucasian girl. We got along really well. And I met another Taiwanese girl. Uh, her nickname would be Volleyball. Um, and, then, uh, and then I met... Um, let me see who also was. So I met this girl. She grew up in Houston. She uh, grew up in Singapore. She's a little short Taiwanese girl. And then we met up. And at this time, I was not ready to kind of move forward with a serious relationship at the time. I was just kind of filling up a gap, which was uh, being more social, yeah? So then I met her. Uh, we had a strong connection. We were really cool. Like, uh, you know, we hooked up on the third date after we did shrooms. It was really cool. Um, yes. Yeah, that was, dude, it's, it's an experience, yeah? Um, but then, um, yeah, I don't know. So within the month and a half, we did a lot. So we, I helped her move, you know what I mean? Like, she would hang out a lot, you I know? There. You know, we had like, yeah, was, yeah, you know, auntie was there. We would like talk for hours, whatever, right? And then, um, and then the crazy thing about this was that like there was absolutely nothing wrong. And then when I brought up the question, like, hey, so what are we? Are we gonna? What are we gonna do? Are we gonna, you know, call this thing a serious thing? And then she's like, uh, probably not. Honestly, I don't see this to be long term. So um, I think we should just be friends. And then at that time, I was already composed and like, you know what? Like, f it. I'm just gonna, you know, like, I'm just gonna. All right, cool, whatever. Like, at least you told me now. Like, I can just move on with my life, right? Um, but then it wasn't until, it was like literally the next day after that conversation, she invited me to a roller skating event, that Star Wars theme, right? Oh, she man. don't like Star Wars, the fuck you? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so uh, she, t- she invited me, um, she said that if I can invite Dante, right, and, you know, his other friend, right? And then, um, we, <laughs> and then we went, um, and then we had a good talk again, and I went over to her place, and then she gave me the look, and I gave her the look, and then I was like, dude, like, I shouldn't be here, so I'm going to cut and then um, after that, it's just been, like, very cold. So it wasn't really a heartbreak, but it was more of, like, very, very, like, like adamant, like, um, catch and feels. Like, catch and feels and, like, disappointment, you know? Because it was, it was, everything was fine, you know what I mean? Everything was totally fine until, like, they just kind of say, like, oh, never mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the most recent one. Um, I mean, my heartbreak, like, happened years ago. But I'm not, I'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, that one's, like, that, that's pretty much... That's pretty much me catching like the love of my life by like, cheating, pretty much. Yeah. No. So I mean, that's there's no other way to, you know, like you know, what I mean? like you can't, um, like you can't like top that, right? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. yeah. So man, well, I mean, just so you guys know, if you guys don't know who I am as a host, I did. I find I didn't talk about my name and no one. I talked about everyone else's names, but not mine. Uh, it's Dante Ante Diaz Silent. If you guys don't know. Uh, I originally started this uh, white date. If you guys are just tuning in, I originally started this white date back in like what spring, early spring. Early in here, yeah. And I started doing this out of boredom. Mm-hmm. Max and I kind of was like, you know, let's just let's just do it as a podcast, man. What really sparked? I don't think I told you guys really sparked everything. Why I did this whole thing. I was talking to a girl, and we were talking for a minute, and then she just said, oh. I'm in a boyfriend, so why are you texting me kind of thing? Like, it was kind of like that back-off moment. I was like, whoa, like, shoot, like, that kind of sparked a little bit. I was like, I was kind of mad. I was like, how's she going to do that? Like, we were talking for a minute, and then, like, we, had, we went on a date, and she's just like, 
was the guy that went over about it. And I was like, I'm going to make a podcast about dating. Screw dating. It was like kind of like I was a different person, I felt like, when I first started. I was more like angered and upset and pissed off because I was like, you know what? Dating doesn't exist. It's stupid. Girl, boyfriend, girlfriend thing. Like, I don't believe in it. I believe in like if you're going to be friends with me, if you're going to be friends with me, if you're friends with someone, you're friends with someone. If you're marrying to someone, you're marrying someone. I just didn't believe in that gray area of dating. And I was, and people noticed how I was. I people, actually, I got people who are listening to a lot of my friends listen to the first episode. I was very vulgar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Max remembered the first episode. I was like very hated. I hated it. You know, like, I was like, Grr. and like, and, you know, and some girls actually that turned away from that listening to me on like on Tinder. They listened to it on, because I put on my Tinder. I should have tell them, like, I got a podcast about dating. Like, yeah. shut up. You know what I mean? Like, they listened to it. Like, you know, that's what it is. So, and did you get some? I did so. All right, there you go. <laughs> I no, still actually, did. We gotta start. It, works. it actually yeah. works. I'm sitting there and being like, "Yeah, actually, I'm on a podcast yeah. that involves dating and stuff." Girls are like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." So as long as you're not trying to date the woman, yeah. she'll do it. She'll, she'll do totally it. want because she wants to. She wants she to be a better person, yeah. so you don't say anything bad about her on the podcast. Right. I think that's how they think about it. It's yeah. like, "Hey, man, works for me." It, right. Don't give a shit. <laughs> See. <laughs> so. I originally started that, and then kind of what was, then Max Savage kind of, you know, him and I talked about it at work back in the day, and then he was like, he had an opinion about it, and he was like, you know, I actually believe in dating, I believe in boyfriend, girlfriend, and we kind of had a client client, like, oh, we have a, we have a disagreement, we have, we have a debate, and then, so we got a heartbreak back in the picture, he kind of decided to participate, and he had his input, and he had a lot of good, you know, support, everyone liked him on there, I got a lot of people got like good feedback, him mm-hmm. being on there. So it was good. Like I was like, okay, if he wants to be a permanent one, he can. But you know, we have one here. So uh, I'm honored to have all you guys here. To be honest, so are going to introduce our amazing mystery guest. Oh, yeah, we will. Somebody who we've we've mentioned many times in the podcast previous. We will. We will. We will. No, 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 I got to tell him what happened to me in three months, man. I'm I'm going into. I'm going into. Yeah, wait, wait, one more minute. Yeah, yeah. And he is anxious. I, I know, I know. We, we, go, we, we, we got it. We got it. This is really why I came to me. So, <laughs> I know, he's waiting. So, a little bit about myself, guys. I kind of went back on what I was talking about. I, I like, actually went and sought out dating. Mm-hmm. I did. I actually, every because I have a rule book. Everyone knows about my rules. My, my 50 rules I have. Like, it's still on there. If anyone breaks a rule here, I don't have a bell or a ding. If anyone breaks a rule here, I still got my rules. None of you guys know my rules. Only I know. So, like, if you guys break a rule, I'm going to bring that bell. Our Mr. Uh, Heartbreak Asian is going to say something about it. You already said my name, man. Let's just, did I? Let's just keep going. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I did. did. Whatever. It's okay. I so, did. Whatever. Oh, shoot. Right? Like, I was kind of like. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll board it out, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Anyway, so. <laughs> I did, huh? Yeah. Man, it's just hard, man. It just goes quite well with like I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> I did that originally, and I sought out dating, and I was gone for a while, and I, you know a lot of things happened with my I got my stuff stolen, and things happened, and I was kind of like stepped away, and I there was a lot of weddings going on in that time frame. If you guys know, there's a lot of that stuff happening in spring, summer, and I went to one wedding, which was in Hawaii. Jeez, man, this is hard. Okay, was I there? You were there. You were there. So <laughs> you were there, and I flew out there, and I originally, you know, I'm a bachelor. I came in there, and I think, okay, let's, let's do what I can. Like, you know, like, you always want to know when you go to wedding parties, being single, you want to know who else is single there. Like, you want to see, oh, man, who can I, what, what wedding crash, you know, like, what can I, you know, who can I possibly talk to, right? So that's kind of the mindset I had when I came into it. And uh, long story short, I ran across someone 
who was there, who was a friend of the bride, right? So we're going to call her Hawaii. Okay, this is her name. Can't say any names. But ran across her, and long story short, we kind of connected. I didn't get to do anything. I didn't get to do be auntie. I didn't do, I, I didn't hit it or do anything in that time frame. But that was the mindset I had in Hawaii. Okay, so I went out there. So we reconnected back next week. When we came back. She originally is from where we all live at, and reconnected, and we talked. We actually were talking, and I think like we set our we set later cards out. I kind of let her know, hey, uh, where are we? What are we doing? What are we doing here? And she said, oh, insisted on saying friends of benefits. I was like, okay, that's. That's dope. I'm like, I'm looking for that. That's cool. Whatever. So Friends Benefit was originally the plan. And eventually we started talking more. I started catching something weird. Like I started catching something called feelings. Feels. Uh-huh, feels. I caught feels. I felt like I did, but I didn't know what it was. I was like, what am I feeling? Why am I thinking about this girl? Like, why? Right. <laughs> so good preparation. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what it was. I kept asking people like, what is this? So like, you like her. It's like, no, I don't. I was like denying it, right? So, long story, like I said, another thing happened, and I took her to a Warriors game, and I think I changed everything. I felt like it was, I felt good. I felt like it was right. I think I felt like I was in a, a growing up. I was adulting in a way because I felt that feeling that people feel like all the other guys feel when they take girls out on dates. I never done it, never done it. I haven't had a girlfriend in ten years, so like I haven't felt that way in a long time. I never been in love, whatever, and I felt something. Something was there. Just didn't know what it was. I couldn't describe it. I couldn't say anything about it. So I was like, you know what? Actually, I think I like her. So I was. I had another wedding coming up next week, and I was going to have her come to the wedding. Like originally, I was going to do that. I never bring anyone to a wedding. I go solo, lone wolf, woo, <laughs> lone wolf pack, bro. That's me, right? And I was going to bring her. I was like, you know what? You bring someone that you're actually really serious about to a wedding. Oh, I was going to talk to her and meet up with her on Saturday, the day of the week of after you know, Sunday was the Warrior game, and then later on that week, and then she kind of dropped the ball on me on a text message saying, of all things, of all things, of all points of communication says, this is going to work out. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, I can't do the casual hookup thing anymore. Um, I don't, I don't, this is not going to work out. Like, I was like, no. And I couldn't explain my feelings at that time. I was like, I, I, I was hurt, man. I was hurt. I was like, man, dude. And we're going to talk about the stages of, like, heartbreak later. But, like, I was like, man, what? You know, I was doing a text with as I was driving. So I pulled over, like, what just happened? You know? And, like, I know she was feeling me. Like, everyone said it. Like, she, was, she even told me she's interested. She really pursued it. And I was like, I genuinely had feelings. I liked her. And I was just kind of like, man. I was kind of hurt, man. I, even me, not even, I wasn't like in deep in love, but I was like, man, dude, that hurts, man. And yeah, and I was kind of like recovering from that, man. I was like, dude, that happened on Friday, posted me up on Saturday. And then that was it. I was like, dude, there's no, and she, I asked her like, what happened? Like, why, what made you not interested? What do you don't see long term? She's like, well, honestly, we don't have nothing in common. We, uh, we're in different parts of our lives and I, like, right? Right? It's like those things right there. And it's like, and I, for a person I want to be with, I want to be with someone actually I want to build a family with. Straight up told me. Straight up just put me out of the picture. Everything we had is like, so I'm just a fuckboy. Like, in, a, in all honesty, that's what you felt like. You're a fuckboy. Like, nothing else. Nothing else could be anymore. Yeah, we hooked up. But like, at the same time, it was like, we shouldn't have hooked up, but we did. 
it was supposed to be cleared out. And she said, I know I told you I was insisting on becoming friends with benefits, but I just can't do it. I was like, she opt out. I was like, man, dude, what? Right? So, oh, man. It's okay. <laughs> so, I'm good. I'm good. So, like, that, that really did hurt me. And I don't know what happened. I really still don't know this day. It's kind of a mystery. Like, she said it, but like, there's got to be more to it. Because there's no way like that happened. I heard a lot of people. I talk a lot of inputs. Luckily, my homies helped you out and got me through it. But, yeah, I'm just recovering from that. But some, I got the interview. I got the motivation to start season two of Wide Date. So, that's why we got everyone here today. And, Yeah. So we finally got someone out here who's been waiting since season one to come out. And we have, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Mr. Renaissance Man. <laughs> right? He's here. And we talked about him, and we, we always emphasize on him. So we're going to get a little explanation. Ladies, he is single. He's going to explain that whole in his story, a little bit brief about himself. Mr. Renaissance Man, the mic is yours. How's it going, world? It's the Renaissance Man over here. <laughs> so, first, since we're talking about emotions, feelings, breakups, all that fun stuff in general, I'm going to tell you about my story. So, I was in a relationship that lasts for a year. Now, with this girl, we're going to call her Sam Ramon, um, she left me heartbroken. You know, I was there for her. I gave her the world. I, I was there. I motivated her to when it came to her job, when it came to, her, when it came to school. Never called her out of her name, never called her a bitch, hoe, never did all that fuckboy mm. shit where, like, you know, take advantage of her car and shit. And, you know, excuse me for cussing, but the Renaissance man can, gotta let off some steam. <laughs> so, Go ahead, brother. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm saying, you know, I got the respect. I met her family. The family loved me. They considered me not just like, a, like not just as, oh, this is Sam Ramon's boyfriend. No, this guy is part of the family. That's a level of respect that I would never thought I would get because, as I, as I said, I just do me. I represent myself in a, in a very mature way. Um, I went ahead, met the mom. Mom loved me, started calling me her son. Sisters met me, started calling me their brother. And that's like a level of respect that I thought I would never get from like any other relationship that I've ever been in when I met their families. So... Everything was great. You know, when we fought, we talked We talked it out. And it was just not even fighting. It was just like, you know, misunderstandings, miscommunications, yet we still talked it out like mature adults, and we made sure that we didn't go to bed mad at each other. And that's the one thing that I always tell these these guys over here, <laughs> just like, hey, if you guys ever have anything, like, you know, that's bothering you, let them know. Because if you guys are just going to, like, go ahead and just be mad at each other, you guys aren't fixing the problem. You're mm-hmm. just making it worse. Yeah. So, yet again, we're going to get, I'm going to fast forward everything because, like I said, it's long, everything like that. I'm heartbroken. I'm mending my own heart. But yet again, this great podcast over here is helping me get through it. Yet, these three gentlemen over here <laughs> give me, are letting me get through it as well. You are welcome. And I appreciate that, you guys. So, I love you, man. Love you, too. <laughs> so, here's the thing. So, I noticed something wasn't right 
as it started getting closer to our anniversary. You know when you guys, like you guys, you get a text from that certain somebody that you've been feeling, that you've been emotional, that like, you know, even though I know like some of you guys, like, you know, excluding from Max, truly felt love, you know, it was just, it was just like, what can I say? It was truly, you know, heart-wrenching because when I felt those texts, I didn't feel the love. I just felt a simple hi, bye. You know, I was just like, this ain't right. Because I'd done everything I could, never got in a fight, everything like that. And I just noticed like, hey, something needs to get fixed. But... You know, me, I overthink a lot, so I was like, hey, I'm not going to let this get the best of me. So, I kept on playing the role, you know, I gave her two amazing gifts. I got her a bracelet, got her a $400. Let's take a breather, you guys. <laughs> I got her a $400. I heart stop right there. Woo, $400. Like $400. I got her a $400 <laughs> promise ring. Dang, including an $100 floral arrangement. What? With the whole nine yards, me being me being the Renaissance man as I am, all romantic and whatnot. Yeah, I had rose petals going up towards her bed. Oh, oh, with the chocolates on the side. (laughs) And we're talking about with the chocolates, the bracelet right in the middle, the heart, you know, everything. And all I got back in return was, "Hey, thank you for the bracelet, babe." That was it. I thought I was going to get a bigger, like, you know, reaction, like, oh, my God, babe, I love you so much. Thank you. Happy anniversary. But yet again, me being the overthinker that I am, I was just like, nah, I'll play it off. Everything's cool. You know, maybe she had a bad day. So when the second present arrived, I had this $100 beautiful floral arrangement ready to go, you know, and I was juiced because it was finally our anniversary. We were going to go to San Francisco spending a great day with each other, you know, and enjoy the rest, which I thought it was going to be like, you know, a relationship that would probably lead into marriage. So, you know, I got the text saying, hey, guess what? Something came up with my mom. I'm also with my friend. We're going to just go to, to San Jose and talk. And I'm like, this is our anniversary with that. What the hell? And what was crazy, going back towards the flowers, was that, you know, I didn't get no reply because I felt that something wasn't right again. So, I called the floral arrangement place. I'm like, hey, did, did uh, San Ramon ever get those flowers? Oh, yeah. She was the first on her route. Really? That was at 10 a.m. I called them at 3 in the afternoon. Yet, I still got no reply. So, I'm like, okay, maybe she's having another bad day. I know that she's probably, like, out there in San Jose with her, with her, with her mom, that, which I call my mom, and her best friend that I helped out with when her boyfriend broke up with her. Yeah. So, another stab in the heart. So, I'm like, okay, whatever. Now, coming back... We met up, we had dinner in town, everything was great, but I felt something wasn't right. I come up to kiss her, sort of push back. I'm like, this is our anniversary. Like, you know, this is 
this is our year. Like, you know, this, this is supposed to be the biggest thing in the world, you know? And next thing, next thing you know it, we went to dinner, had a nice conversation, but I noticed that she was on her phone a lot. And she's never like that when, when we go on our dates yeah. and everything like that. So I was like, you know what? Something is up. Finally put everything together as we're getting ready to leave. I try to pull her in because it was a cold night. Try to do like, you know, be the good boyfriend that I am, keep her warm. Yet she sort of pulled away. Pulled away, you guys. So I was like, you know what, we gotta figure something out. So we go down to her house, and then I'm like, alright, you know, I don't care that about all the bad things about her pulling away, about her not like, you know, you know, her reactions towards the other presents, I'm gonna give her that that promise ring. I was juiced. I was ready. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make my girlfriend so happy tonight. So we go up to her porch, and then I give her this whole speech about how she just, she made my world. She's my, she's like God's gift. I finally got the, you know, God finally answered my prayers, gave me the woman of my dreams. I'm like, hey, you know what? No more, de- no, no more depressed heartbreaks ever. Finally got to the point. I'm like, after when we got done, after when I got done with the speech, I was like, hold out the ring. This is the promise that I that I'm gonna love you, be committed to me, always always be there for you, sacrifice for you, whole nine yards. And she. All the way, look back. She was like, "Oh, well, something's off. Something has been on my mind lately." Like, "Oh, please tell me that you know you're just having a bad day or whatever." Then she told me, "Well, I was getting, I was getting ready to tell you tomorrow, and this is like, like I said, you guys, our year anniversary." And I'm like, "Oh no." So, she told me. I think we need to go on a break. And we all know, gentlemen, oh, yeah. that when that certain loved one says we need to go on a break, that's a fucking breakup. That is. That's a fucking breakup. You just need to add the word up in it. Yeah. Just do it. So I was at a loss for words. I was shocked. Didn't even know what to say. I, I thought this was a fucking nightmare. Well... I looked at her and I was just like, hey, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Because I've been through a shit ton of heartbreaks, but yet again, I'm still the same gentleman. Yeah. So, that's all I said. I was truly heartbroken. Like, you know, because that's the woman that told me that, hey, I'm in love with you, babe. And I gave her that reply. I'm the same way. Same way. And with everything going down, I was truly speechless. I, no, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a man. I cried all the way home. You know. Now so, during a year of being in a relationship, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally normal. Yeah, and then. 
man, you gotta be a man. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mid-class. Mid-class. Somebody, Mid-class. This is somebody that you fucking love, okay? Because yeah. that's how it is. There's, there's a difference between dating somebody and it's just somebody that you like yeah. versus somebody that you fucking love. Yeah. And if something happens between you and the person you fucking love, mm-hmm. there is no manhood. It's just let yourself be you for a minute. Yeah. So, Because I've had people sit there and be like, oh, did you cry like a little bitch? Yeah. There's nothing degrading about that. Now, if it's somebody that you only met for, like, like let's say in the situation with you in, uh, in Hawaii, if it was like that situation and you were like crying for like a week, I'd kick your ass. I'd be like, you only knew it for like two days. Two weeks. Two weeks. I was still hurt, man. Let me go. I teared up a little bit, man. I teared up, man. Getting to like, like broken down, like I'm on the beat myself up, blah, 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 for like months. Oh, yeah, no, no. I know guys my, my, my recovery months, time is that And quicker. I'm like, nah, nah, yeah, dude. This was over for two weeks. Yeah. But a whole year on the anniversary, mm-hmm. dude, I don't even talk to her after that shit. Oh, and it gets better. So, for five days straight, she started dating his brother. He paused for a second. I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, no, everybody, that is why. Sorry. <laughs> so, and it gets better because the fact that, like, I didn't know what to say. I I was in tears for like five days. My mom had to get me out of bed sometimes. Like, you know, I was in the depressing stage. Like, you know, yeah. my heart was broken. This has been a whole year, and this, and so. This this was practically telling me that this whole year was a lie, because from everything that I'd done, from giving her mother two hundred dollars to go pick up her daughter in L.A., like you know, I could have gave that to my own mother. But me being the kind-hearted person that I am, you know, I'm like, hey, this is this is somebody that looks to me as her son now. So I'm like, hey, you know, I got to do right by my family. So I gave her two hundred dollars to go pick up her her daughter that had really bad uh, strep throat. And, you know, it really hurt because, yet again, the moms didn't, didn't talk to me anymore. The two sisters didn't just stopped talking to me. And I was just like, what have I done? I haven't cheated. Like, I haven't called her out of her name or anything like that. I truly started, like you said earlier, started, started guessing what I've done wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what did I do? Like, did I... Dress a certain way, that talk a certain way. It was just like I practically was like telling myself, like I literally wrote down notes, like you know, try to try to put this together, like it was a puzzle piece. And nothing still wasn't making sense because I'm like, all right, well, I did that right, you know. Never called her out of her name. I always support her. If I would wake up at five in the morning when she got a second job, just to give her a little inspirational text, and. That's Mr. Renaissance man. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> right there. Mr. Renaissance man, it's a I'd never be doing that. I was <laughs> married. I never did shit like that. Like the year that I got that you gave two hundred dollars to her mom, I'm sitting there like, fuck, man. I, I uh, damn. Like, <laughs> I ain't never done that before. Well, I got the short end of the stick, you guys. So yeah, that sucks. Dude. And what was crazy is like, let me get back to that because like five days later, no, she knows that I followed her on Snapchat, including her friend. And this is going to get a little good. So, I'm on Snapchat. I just got back from hanging out with my family, you know, just trying to take my mind off of things. And then I see her story. You know, being the man that I am is just like, A, you know what, she's a grown-ass woman. She's going to do whatever she wants. But the level of respect, I lost 
all for it when I saw her at the bar. And, like, what pissed me off the most is, like, how her friend was parading her ass on over her Snapchat, knowing that there's a shit ton of guys that fucking follow her. So, most likely, you're saying, hey, she's single, here's that ass, hey, she needs a dick now. Oh. So, I took that as so much disrespect because knowing the fact that I helped out her, her friend when she was going through her shit, and this is the stuff that you're going to put back in my face. So... Yet again, another heart, hurtful night, crying, everything like that, screaming, what have I done, everything, and uh, she took me off of her, her Snapchat, she also uh, took me off her Instagram, she blocked me, like, I literally, like, I would understand if I cheated on her, if I did something really fucked up, yeah, go ahead, block my ass, you know, I deserved it, but I come to realiz- to realization that I didn't do anything wrong. You know, I was there for her. I was there for her family. I really, like, you know, can't figure out anything else. It was just the depression kicked in. And, you know, my emotions was everywhere. I went through the grieving session. Then the mixed emotions with anger, sadness. And then now I started to realize, like, hey, there's other fish in the sea. I took this as a learning lesson. Yeah. You know, because yeah. even though... Yeah, no matter what, it's always just a learning lesson. You all learning like, something, man. Yeah. Hey, Hawaii, I learned a lot of lessons from Hawaii. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I learned a lot, like, you know... Changed yeah, me. Of course. So, I learned a lot from this relationship was the, the fact that... Those aren't sound effects? Those are actual real... <laughs> <laughs> all right, just let you know we are in Fremont, everybody. So. <laughs> Good. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real professional. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we need a different location, guys. <laughs> Next meeting. Yeah, let's just go back to the grapevine, <laughs> the valley. <laughs> okay, so long story short, I took this as a learning lesson. And what sucks is I'll spill some beans. You know, I met her at my work and everything like that, but. The fact of the matter is, just, I'm just going to be a bigger person. Quitter store, keep on doing what I got to do. And hopefully she'll realize one day that she fucked up. Like, I'm not trying to sound conceited, but I want her to know that, hey, I was there. Mm-hmm. You know, to the fullest. I didn't half ass anything, but I just really hope that she realizes one day that you ain't going to find a motherfucker like me. Tell so, her. Ain't going to be no better man than you. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I gotta tell myself, ain't gonna be no better man. That's exactly. Like you know, it doesn't matter. matter. No, that's probably better man than me. No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, I tell myself. I myself. Because the the one bit that I hate about any breakup or anything like that is when you get to a period where you feel again like you feel like you fucked up. You feel like you're the one that's wrong, and you try to make things better by like trying to change yourself for a situation. And I've always sucked, and like that's what helped me because during my I'm gonna call her Minnie, uh, during my escapade with Minnie, um, fucking I reevaluated myself after that. I was like, you know what, this isn't the person I want to be. Like, yeah, I, I felt feels real quick, felt real hard for this shit, but it's like at the end of the day, that's all she was. She was somebody that I barely knew, and it really shouldn't affect me. Which is the reason why I said that because it's like we had only gone on two dates. And I had known her for maybe a month, you know? So I wasn't, I, well, I didn't cry about it or anything. But 
if I would have gone any further with her, I definitely would have, absolutely, because I was in love with this chick for some stupid reason. And that's one of the things I was like, why? Why am I in love with this person right now, like super quick, you know? And it helped me figure out that this is not how it's supposed to be, and I helped, I, or I decided how I want to perceive myself from now on. So it's a learning curve. You learn what you want to do from past experiences, especially heartbreaks. You just get stronger with it. You don't want to get weaker. You always want to get stronger with everything that you do. It's true. That's true, Mike. So I tell people, man, like I said, man, like even from my situation with Hawaii, like me being a fuckboy and shit, you know, like honestly, like it got me to like grow up. Like, like knowing that I could have told her that in advance, I should have told her that. I didn't. I didn't say anything. I didn't speak up about it. I'm loud enough. Now. I'm loud enough. But like, I didn't speak up about it. Like, I didn't say anything. And I feel like it was too late by the time. And that's what I've done. Is because it, maybe it. I thought like, because at the same time, I was, I was second guessing myself and saying, hey, maybe I should have said something. But, you know, when I was talking about it to my mom about, and I was just like, hey, you know, should, should I say something? And then she told me like, there's nothing to be said. Yeah. You know, because when you do your your everything, it just like as as far as when it comes to just life in general and like feelings, you're gonna go through heartbreak. And you're gonna go through a roadblock, everything like that. That's what sucks about heartbreak. Yeah. Is like it's just like for example, you know, you get a brand new car, like you have a feel for it, like you wanna soup this thing up, everything like that. But yeah, you wanna get, you know, twenties, make the shit look like a straight up fucking hypey car from like the fucking hyping in the days <laughs> so let's just say you get a you know a burnout tire whatever you know somebody slash your tires now you get these mixed emotions like why the fuck did this happen like you know why is this shit like why me you know but yet again here's the thing about learning a lesson you can always fix that tire you can always get a new one Soup it up better. Now you now you made your car better. Which, for example, I'm just saying, like, you know, cars you you to keep on moving on until you find that finally find that pit stop. And there you go. Yeah, it's true, but, man. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that because um, I think I feel like we all went through like we can all agree on this. I feel like we all go through some stages during this whole catching feels heartbreak thing. I can emphasize a little bit more. I think. For a stage, I went. This is like five days of this, and I, I, I like. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I'm never doing this catching fields day. But like, I I did it, and I, I you know, and I grew up for it. And I'm still looking forward. And I'm actually. I don't know if I'm catching feelings again for anyone else, but like that was tough. But like, I think the stage <laughs> I went through, and probably Mr. Ransom can agree with this. I went through anger for stage one. Oh no, sad for stage one. Stage one, I was sad. I was emotionally distraught. Like I was like, I'm not going to work, man. <laughs> right? So like, and then like, second one was like, they should could do this to me. What? Like I came in there like just all pissed off. Like you know, she she could have just called me. Why didn't she text me? Like I was I was upset. I called my boy. He's like, yeah, man, you should go ahead and tell her this, right? I'm like, I had a whole text message of what I what I wanted to say to her. There's so many things I was. I had like drafts. Like, save drafts on my phone of things I wanted to say to her. And I was like, nah, I shouldn't say that. That might be too hard. So I had to, like, calm it down a little bit. And the third one, I was like, well, maybe maybe I can work this out. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe something like I could probably fix, mm-hmm. like Mr. Winterhouse tells me. It's always that goddamn. I maybe it's me. Right. I gotta figure this out. It's not you, right? It's that shit. fucking bitch. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. Like you know, it's not you for once. It's, it's like, not the you're Mr. Renaissance man coming to the side of the savage. I can't be like fucking guy for once. Okay, it's just like, it's like you know. And the, what I hate to hear is the fact like that. And I and I heard this. You're a great guy. You're a good guy. You're a great guy. <laughs> then why the fuck are you breaking up with me then? If I'm just a great guy, why? What is it, why is this happening? It makes no sense. You're so, a great guy. Like, why do you want to break a good guy's heart? Exactly. Like, <laughs> what kind of person? You know what I mean? That and that's the thing they tell me. I'm sure she said the same thing to you. She do. They all say the same stuff. She said the same exact thing that, like, that we're talking about right now. You're a great guy. This is like. And it's like, I almost want to cut ties. I was like, yo, man, no. Like, but like, and I called this little match, like, bro, I am done. Certain <laughs> I'm like, I am over it, right? Then the fourth one, I was like, okay, fourth stage is acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. You go on a terms with it, you're like, maybe it's something I can never do. This is out of my making. This is maybe something, maybe some above saying it's not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me send her a text. Let me send her a proper text message. I said, hey, um, I sent a really nicer message than what it was other ones I was had. Right? And she was like, Oh yeah, you know I was like, Yeah, we're probably not gonna cross paths, but like I told her how I felt. Even though it was too late, I was like, Hey, you were on a few women I actually really liked. Like I really should really I, I was willing to like commit to that. I was willing to commit to you, I was willing to do this, right? And I, I was making a sacrifice. I wanted willing to make that jump and he said, Well, I'm sorry I don't feel the same way. You know, it's like, Well, okay, well maybe we possibly have to never cross again. So I know well, I'm like mm. But like I was kind of like, mm, you know, like yeah, mm, okay. And see, this is why I never did a one night stand deal, you know, because like when you don't, <laughs> one night stand suck. But usually that's how I mean. One night stand, I'm like whatever, you're on your own. Yeah, like, I leave it alone. Because then you know, then you start like, like you know, do the whole friends and benefits deal. But what is that getting you out of though? Because like, okay, you're getting sex in, you're, you're getting all this stress out, whatever. Fucking getting that one girl that you always want to fuck so bad, like, but yet again, man. So let's just say the next day she only would tell you as a fuck dog. That's it. And F-boy. then F boy, excuse and me. And then or like you know the fuck boy. Yeah. But That's it. See, now she doesn't have she doesn't have feelings for you, but you're getting feelings for her. And that's why it's with worse. I never I never liked that because yeah. like you know what if I'm leaving somebody on. And now I believe in karma because what if that what if that shit bites me in the ass? But yet again, see, look at my predicament. I never done this up yet. I'm still getting heartbroken. But you know, I feel like everything. Like I said, everything happens for a reason. You know, destiny was telling me like, hey, it was it. I was I was just giving you a little test run, but you know, you can do better. Yeah. Pretty much it. So a lot of lessons, man. And it's life, you know, that's a lot of life lessons, especially when it comes to the heart, to relationships. You learn, you, you get to know more about yourself. Yet, we go through this pain, exactly, like, we go, like, we go through this pain, and we're like, okay, we're supposed to be this these tough guys, everything. No, we fucking get hurt bad. Like, to the point where we don't want to talk our our whole mood changes. Oh, gosh. It's Everything. like, we, we don't want to talk about it because it's just like, first of all, we're like, yeah, it's never going to get to me yet again. As soon as you shut the door, I'll fucking cry. <laughs> it's like, you don't know where the tears coming from. You're just like, 
I'm sweating a lot, man. Like, you know? But like, yeah, man, it's just like, dude, I'm a totally different person than I was when I first started the podcast. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that growth happened like during this time, especially during the three months I've been, four months I've been in my A not doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you know? No, these, yeah, these like four months of us not doing anything, I think we, like, I've completely changed up. my whole idea on how dating should be. Yep. Now, is, I still believe that dating is a thing. I still hate marriage, but like, I will admit, I am a little bit more lenient towards the idea of marriage later on down the road, and we can talk about that in later podcast yeah. episodes, but me now with dating, I'm very like, I don't know how to say it, but very dickish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to be. Yeah, There's a comment course. from someone, check this out guys, sometimes guys seem like marbles, like they don't have feelings, and maybe their only feelings are anger, so it's good to hear that you do feel sad and everything, not that I want you to feel sad, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> was there was there a name for that comment? Is it anonymous or no? Her name is Diana. Diana, thank you, Diana. <laughs> Diana, you're fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and, and keep in mind, she's like you know a little more mature. She has experience in the dating realm. So, mm-hmm. no, and, and um, I agree with uh, Max. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, I had to make sure you know um, you kind of do have to be kind of not dickish, but you kind of have to be um, like a balance between not trying too hard, but also not yeah. being like. You gotta be robust. You gotta right? be like yeah. a little bit more tougher when it comes to getting into just yeah. just starting off dating. You yeah. need to be a little like, bit tired. Yeah. Let yourself. Like, why did they tear your heart out like that, man? I mean, because once, once it goes perspective, she's like, once she makes up that mind, you ain't gonna change that. She has him. a man on your heart. Yeah. That's you, when she squeezes. She can't. She can't. You can't change that. I mean, once they have that, yeah. it's pretty hard for me though, because I, you know, heartbroken when I was in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And then another girl heartbroken again. So all of my heart heartbreaks were like. Heartbreak Asian. That's where it came from. Nah, yeah, that's where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And they weren't, they, weren't, sense they weren't just like flings, you know? Like These were like long-term, mm-hmm. what, like seven months to a year. And one of them was like five years. This guy gives um, me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this guy so these, were, these weren't just like jab, jab, jabs. I mean, these were like hooks. Ow! <laughs> so, and um, the first one was bad because I'd never done dating before. So I didn't know how to react to it. So it was more like... The pressure of being young and like, oh, what's going on, right? But then after that, I was like, okay, I'll just young and stupid. Next one was more like, oh, I think she's the one. Ah, oh, damn it! Like she broke my heart again. And then maybe like hooked up with maybe like ten other girls. And after that, and then like, um, uh, I met um my serious girl. Um, I'm so close friends with her. I'm actually thinking about like getting back to her again, but it's kind of like in the air. Yeah, Fremont. You know what I mean, Fremont. Yeah, Fremont. Fremont. And uh, so, <laughs> like, um, I mean, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just chilling right now. God. Uh, <laughs> So like away from the girl. with uh, with Fremont, right? Um, dated with her five years, and then we were just having bad chemistry at the end. So then we broke up, right? And then, but we broke up with the intention of like, oh, you know, we're gonna work this out. Like, okay, cool. So we're just on a break. We're cool. Yeah, we're cool. All right. So we're we're still gonna work it out, right? But then I find out that she like slept with someone, and that was like the Ooh. worst feeling mm. I probably ever felt in terms of like um, what's the word? in terms of like emotions, right? Emotions and like women and love, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then after that, that's when I went crazy. That's when I was like, F this, right? I'm gonna go dance more. I'm gonna go practice more. I'm gonna get swole, right? Whatever, right? Um, but I didn't. And then so, <laughs> right? and then so um, after that, <laughs> I got swole a little bit. I lost some weight. Um, actually, she, she and Bologna gave me two his weight. I lost like 20 pounds. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude, I lost hell weight. <laughs> yeah. So then, so after that, um, you know, and then online dating happened, right? But we were still friends, which was a bad idea. Um, you know, online dating happened, and then, you know, I didn't really get my heart broken at the time. I was just, it was just more like very cold, like consistent um, uh, physical interactions with these women, yeah? Mm-hmm. So then 
after those happened, then I thought I met someone, you know, which was, you know, San Diego. That kind of kind of went out of the water. And then, you know, Houston came around. But then lately, you know, this is just my experience. I don't know if you guys can relate. Um, it's been very hard for me to, um, not hard, but it's been very uh, easy for me to compose when it comes to, like, getting shut down from someone that you think it could work long term. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, I know, I know Ante, the DS Silent. Um, he, you know, he tells me like, oh man, you know, I was actually kind of feeling Hawaii, you know, whatever, right? And to be honest, like, um, like I feel him on that, but the same time for me, um, so for me, when I felt like hurt from uh, Houston, it's only because when I got out of that previous relationship, there was a gap in my life where uh, I needed to fulfill, you know what I'm saying? And that gap was like, oh, I want someone to connect with, or I want someone to hold or cuddle or, you know, get down with, right? And uh, she was filling up that gap, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um... So for people who get their heart broken, I think there's different types of heartbreaks, yeah? There's ones where, like, um, like you get heartbroken because you're like, oh, man, like, how could this, how can they say no to me, right? Yeah. Like, how can they do that, right? And then there's the other heartbreaks where it's like, um, you've already been heartbroken. You're just looking for something to fulfill in your gap, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's what I was going through the previous months. But now, like, I'm actually pretty, like, mellowed out, chill, just kind of talking to whoever, Dating seriously with Fremont, dating kind of serious with SF, and then uh, Denver, like I kind of cut it off because she started liking me, and then there's also San Jose. San Jose. So, so I've been, I've been pretty cool, I've been pretty chill, you know? Um, but I think it's because Boston. all the heart. Austin? Boston. Bo oh, Boston, yeah, Boston, yeah. I think it's because Who's Austin. Um, <laughs> um, it's just a bunch of people. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm, I've been around, yeah, but I think um, I think it's necessary for people to get heartbroken, especially early. You know what I mean, I, I said this in the last podcast. I said if you don't get your heartbroken before college, like you're fucked because because uh, you God won't, yes, you, huh? God yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you won't know how to, you won't know oh, how to keep composure when talking to women, right? I've heard, um, I, I've I've talked to people on this list, and like you know, I'll make some comments, right? I'll say. Um, I said, uh, I said, uh, it was about kissing, right? It was, it was about, oh, you don't have to ask for consent to kiss. Like, body language and the chemistry will, you know, enable that action, yeah? Mm -hmm. And then some of these people are like, no, like, you have to ask, da, 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 right? I'm like, you guys for sure have not dated around because that's, that's, that's <laughs> obviously like... I don't think I've ever asked. I've never asked in my life. <laughs> it really is like consent yeah. is body yeah. language. And like when, when she, you know, opens yeah. herself out, kind of like or you see this? her like, her body like melts. <laughs> Just the snuggle. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, kiss time. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, sometimes you'll read it wrong, you know, you think it's a kiss and really she's trying to like, I don't know, like look somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. No. Then you're like, oh sorry, I read you wrong. But Rarely that happens. Rarely. And exactly. There, there's only been one time where I've denied a kiss because I was not attracted to the girl. She was a little different taste from my taste, and she was drunk. And then she was like, mm, right? And I was like, uh, no, it's New Year's. <laughs> Happy New Year's. I <laughs> think you were with me. I was in Oakland outside of that bar. Oh. And then some guy got to a fight, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you okay? The girl's like, yeah, we're fine. I'm like, black no, get away. Black and yellow adventures. Black, black and yellow adventures, yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, anyways, um, so the reason I brought that up is because I think, like, getting heartbroken early is, like, 
absolutely necessary. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think I'm at the point where I'm like kind of like uh, numb to it now. I'm understanding that now, man. I just caught a little bit of feelings and I was already hurt, man. I'm sensitive now. I'm like, damn, man, what happens if you caught love? I mean, I think if you get cheated on, I think you'll get numb to it. Uh, but, but I don't think that's... I, I don't suggest that. Honestly, route, yeah, right? I don't think that's a good right. idea, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, being numb to something like that is bad because they it is, kind yeah. of just expect it to happen. Mm. True, true. But then, like, at the same time, like, it's also, um, like, your filter on, like, how to, like, going through your dates mm. is, like, a lot, like, shorter, it's, right? You it's mean? like you need yeah. to find that grace period in between of being not too sensitive and at the same time being sensitive. Yeah. So you have to have the heartbreaks happen, but, you know, you don't need to, yeah. like you said, you don't have to be completely numb. You're just like, whatever, fuck it. Because then you're going to get yeah. a lot more heartbreak because girls are just going to be like, this guy's a robot. Like, and that, yeah, not, that's yeah. what I There's learned. no emotion yeah. in this dude. That's, yeah. that's what I really learned because, you know, going through the going through the breakup that I just went through, um, I learned that, hey, I can still be the same guy, but yet again, I can still put in a little bit of the attitude, you know? Just don't act like, you know, this good this goody-two-shoe guy. Like, yet I can still have somewhat of an edge, yet I can still be the renaissance man, you know, do what I got to do to, to take care of my woman and everything like that. But yet again, I can still show her like, Hey, you know what? This guy is not just a nice guy, but he's got me down. He's like, he's like a warrior, you know, like if he, if he wants to put me in my place, he probably would, but I would never do that ladies. <laughs> but it's just the fact that just what I learned was, you know, I gotta change up the tune. I can't be listening to one radio station forever, so I it's it's gotta be different. Or you know, I'm never gonna get any like you know progress of just being the same person. And that's that's all I really have to say about that. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let's let's ask. Let me ask this question. Like, what's your guys' goals for a day? Because my goals are totally not. I want to hear this. Yeah, you well, ask the question, yeah. you answer. I mean, like, okay, so um, I already told you guys my emphasis, right? Like, what uh, what I've been through, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I am now twenty eight. Okay. So 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 twenty so twenty three to twenty five. It was complete, like just like f boy, like you 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 you, right? Talking to five chicks at the same time. It was, like, very sloppy, right? Um, very uh, heartless and careless. And most guys will go through this phase. Um, um, yo, man, come on. Like, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> good. So, um, so I went through that phase, yeah. But now, um, so for me now, my goal is, uh, let's see. Okay, so for me right now, I want to enjoy like the company of these people who I've met organically, not through dating apps. So I'm talking, so the, all these people who I'm talking to right now, I have not met through dating apps. This is four cities I'm talking to you right now, girls, mm -hmm. right? That I've not met through dating apps. They're all organic and I'm enjoying the time of my life. And they all are aware that I am single AF, yeah? Um, so my goal is to enjoy that. And then re actually my, it's actually off dating. It's more like, you know, my career and then my uh, business is whatever, you know, succeed in that while, you know, like, being able to socialize and be happy and, and um, fulfilled. Um, but then my goal is by like 29 to 30 is to like somewhat get into a serious, serious relationship. Right. So that's kind of like my goal right now. Right. Um, and with that being said, that's why like it's, it's very easy for me to just kind of compose myself and not kind of lose it. You know, um, I did, I did get very attracted to San Jose slash Boston. Like I was telling him, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm kind of feeling her, man. Like, 
dude, am I losing it? Am I losing myself? Right? But then I, I um, distinguish and I uh, recognize that that was actually infatuation. Like, that was complete infatuation. That was me like, oh, oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I got bored. You know what I mean? So, and, and it's because she was, again, that person was fulfilling a part of my life where I was feeling really good about myself. You know what I mean? So, in, the, in turn, it was actually very selfish, you know? I didn't feel like I wanted to help her because I wanted to help her or or pamper her i wanted to pamper her because it made me made me feel really good you know in turn in, in some terms it could be selfish to some people it might be the five love languages whatever right um <laughs> sorry i just <laughs> i just saw something um so um so that's 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 kind of like my goal just kind of like chill out and See with women, <laughs> you know I mean? but but I mean that I mean and I do that very safely and very like you know um, classy. I mean it's not like I don't give a shit about these people. Like I, I enjoy the connection, I enjoy the emotions. You know I mean, mm-hmm. and they're aware, you know. And if they and if they don't enjoy it, then I'm totally fine with just cutting it, which I have, I have done. You know what I'm saying, and we're so cool. Houston was a good example, right? And I was telling Dante, I said, "Yo, like, so what are we? You know, uh, well, definitely not long term." Oh, that's cool. Can we be friends? Like, yeah, no. I, I, she said, I believe this, this encounter was meant for us to be good friends. I was like, all right, cool. That's what she said, right? And then after that event, I slowly just got colder and colder and colder. And then it just became like nothing. Now, I could ask myself, oh, did I do something wrong? Or the other re- uh, way around is like, she's, it's a timing thing. Like she wasn't ready. And so because she wasn't ready, she doesn't have enough composure to be around me because her feelings, she won't be able to compose her feelings. And she will want to, Sleep with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so that's like, um, that's like what I, the uh, consensus that I got from, you know, this whole encompass of like heartbreak and feelings and catching the feels. So that's why, that's my goal now. So I'm just chilling and then sleeping with people. So what are your goals? <laughs> huh. So my goals, as far as when it comes to like being in a committed relationship is like just having stability first. You know, that's what makes it. That's what makes everything stronger. Knowing the fact that if, like, you know, if this relationship goes past a year, you know, and I'm to the point where, like, I have a stable income, stable house, to the, to the point where I feel good about myself, and to the point where we can focus on each on each other, and you know, just not do seventy five fifty. But a full, like, you know, we're there for each other 100%. And she, she achieves my goals, and I can achieve her goals. That, that's what makes a, a strong bond. And that's what leads to marriage. When you finally find out, like, whoa, you know, this person just doesn't want me for my body. But he, but he respects what I do. He wants me to grow from it. And yet again, it goes the same thing for a, for a, a woman. And um, what they see in a man is just like, oh. You know, he wants to go ahead and become a cop. So I will go ahead and now motivate him to do whatever. And that's that. That's what I mean about, like, having the stability is because, you know, it's not just all about the money, but just having that, you know, it's not like, like, what, what can I say? How can I explain it? It's, it's not like up and down. I think the it's best just, thing to like, have is balance. Course, that's balance. like that, if you can understand and have balance in your life, that's good. That's honestly that's the best thing you can do. If you're unbalanced and things are all messed up, I think the mm-hmm. best thing you can do at anyone's age is having balance with whatever you're doing, work, school, um, career. You know what I mean? Like 
anything, your relationship, if you have balance with that, it's powerful. You know what yeah. I'm so, Wait, so, so you want to get into something serious? I, I do and, want to get into something serious. And this is in serious. your phase right now. In my, in I this, like, you know, even though what I've been through, like I said, it still hasn't changed me. I still, I'm still looking for something serious. I'm not like a, it, like I never lived to just, just screw around. I never talked to multiple women. It just wasn't my deal, you know? And it's I definitely not easy. It's not because I give it to heartbreak aging because it's not easy. I tried with just like the three at a time and I was like, whoa, <laughs> it's too difficult. You no, know, no, dude, it, it's hard, man. Dude, <laughs> no, you have, like, you guys have no idea. I was having difficulty like with two. Man. You gotta watch this shit. Dude, like four, okay. Five at a time, like, and then sometimes you'll text the wrong one. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, you'll send, you'll send a funny picture to one of them, thinking I, that that's the one that you that wait. picture relates. So Here's the scary part. Here's the scary, oh, scary part that I do, long. guys. Here's the scary part. I don't save numbers. I don't save names on my on my phone. So yeah, there's you don't. numbers. I don't. So that I'm even worse. I'm scaring myself up. And I, and I managed to do it, but I sent it to the wrong ones. Like, oh shoot. There yeah. you go, man. Oh uh, <laughs> it's like And sometimes I'll send like, you know, attractive, you know, topless shirts, right? Or topless uh pictures, right? And and I'll, I'll it will be a repeat. Like, oh, you already sent me this. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you didn't get it. You <laughs> like just really stop all the mess with them. Yeah. So yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh god! But, but all right, Max Savage, what's your goal, man? I know your your goal in the beginning of season one. If I can't rem- can't recall, you wanted to impregnate everyone, female that you wanted to do. You were in impregnation mode. What? Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> Max Savage is in, the, in his mindset. He's like, I gotta impregnate this girl. This is I'm not sure that's his goal anymore. I mean, he's growing up. <laughs> so goals now. Fuck bitches. Just get money. <laughs> no, I mean, so, like I said, the whole marriage thing has changed for me. I, I it's not, I, I hate, I hate marriage. Absolutely hate it. I don't, it's not that I don't believe in it. I just don't think it's the right thing for He's me. always been married here. Always. Yeah, I was the only one that's been married. So yeah, that's the oh, probably damn. the reason why. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's good insight because you, you, that's good insight that you can offer because you've been through that. Exactly. Okay. And it was, I know the stress of how things were and how a relationship in marriage is different from a relationship outside of marriage. So it just wasn't, the, I also did it stupid ass young. So like we were immature when it happened. So it's bad. Um, does that mean I'm not going to do it? No, honestly, I thought about it. Yes, it's probably going to happen, but we really have to be in the right situation. Like mm-hmm. it's not a let's get married and then start a life. Let's, let's have our lives and then get married. Balance. That's how I see it. But that could be, that could be after kids. That could be after owning a house. You know, that could be fucking fifteen years down the road of being with somebody. I'm still in the same mindset of I want to find somebody. I want to date that person for a while and then decide what the future is going to be from there. But I love being in dates. I've been single for this whole time. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Um, but I've definitely grown into not wanting to jump into a relationship. I definitely want to, you know, use this time to feel more me. You know. And just be on my own and learn more about who I am as a person. So, you know, me at 25, I want to, I want to have a kid before I'm 32. I've already stated that. The reason why is because if I have a kid after 32, that means I'll be 50 when they're 18. And that's too, that's too old. I've seen old parents with kids and it's too much stress when you're old as fuck. Not going to do that. But for me, I say anything between then from 25 to 30, I do want to find somebody and I do want to slightly settle down but I'm not rushing into it at the moment mm-hmm. and I don't think it should be rushed right? exactly. I think it's something yeah. that you you should just push yourself to yeah. want to be in love because then it's not going to be genuine yeah. you just want it to fucking happen it could happen when I'm 29 you just want it to go your way and that's not how it's supposed to be you know yeah. just that's what I learned 
is because there was times where I actually just rushed things and then uh -huh. next thing you know it backfired in my face because, you know, I made her do something. And it's not a fucking it. video game. Can't hit the restart no. button. Like, you fucking up with somebody. That's done. That's done. done. Yeah. Round That's two is hard to do when it comes to like that. Yeah. What about you, Ante? Oh, man. Guys, if you guys haven't know, man. Man of the hour. <sighs> No, not me. I'm no one special here. You guys, I'm hearing all you guys start. I'm like kind of tearing it back. I'm like, oh man, it sucks, man. You know, and I kind of feel you guys' pain and emotion when you guys are going through. But like, I'm 30 now, man. Mm -hmm. I'm big 3-0. I have I turned 30 like a couple months ago. So like, I'm in the kind of a different mindset now than I was at 29. <laughs> 29, F's given. Sleeping with multiple women, whatever the case may be. Like mm -hmm. like my my 30s were cold in that chapter. I did that. I forgot to tell you, I, I had Vegas about Vegas. You know. Vegas is a whole nother chapter. But that opened me up and it kind of got me like, you know what, man? Like, I mean, my friend was just talking about, we both turned 30 at the same time and he was just like, we can't keep doing this all the time, man. You know what I mean? Like, we can't keep doing this. Like, you know, like, because once it gets past 35, 98% of women are probably have kids, are probably married. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to think about that. Taking surgery, so I only have like a span of five years, five to six years, tops. And I've talked to I have friends who I'm really close to, girl, you know, that are girls. And I would consider them dating Because, like, they're, I just need, like, honestly, at the end of the day, I just need a partner. Like, I need an Adrian to my Rocky. You know what I mean? <laughs> to my Rocky, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know what I'm saying? You need, like, I want to have that. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen that. Like, I've seen being the youngest in my family, in my household, I've seen how my one of my two brothers, what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong, like, what I can experience from. And I want to have that kind of balance. And I think one of my brothers has gotten that balance down. And so he like, okay, well, he understands. It might not be something I believe in. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in what he does, but it's balance. They have balance. And that's what I loan for. I'm unbalanced. I'm not saying, like, I need a spouse. I need to have somebody there. But at the same time, it's also kind of that time, like, okay, you know, it's good to have a partner there. Mm -hmm. Your friends are your homies. Homies going to be homies. But, like, I just witnessed my friend got married last week. Like, it was, like, my close friend. Like, he literally just got married right then on the spot. You know what I mean? Like, that was it. He's been in, with this person for eight years, engaged to her for two years. So it was just like, okay, now he's got a rock. I can't call him up for anything. He's got really about his wife. He's, he's just starting his family. You know, like, and I think you got to think about that. And I think maybe it's adulting in a way. I'm growing up in a way. But it's like, I feel like, yeah, I can still mess around and do what I do. Like, whatever. But like I, like I told you guys before, like, I just don't have emotion to it anymore. Well, everybody goes through their own separate pace, you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, some people find love when they're 40. Yeah. Some, some people find love when they're 50. You know, it just, even when they're like, 100 years old, they'll probably find love. But you know what's crazy, man? To have a relationship, female and male are totally different people. We're all different. Right? We're totally, if you can create yeah, that, close. you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you can have a relationship with someone, a communication skill with that person, with the opposite gender, opposite yeah. sex, that's hard. Like, if you can do that, if you can understand that and you guys are on the same page, boom. That's long-lasting relationship. That's long-lasting love right there, right? That's what we're all talking about. Like, I've never been through it. I've been a single for 10 years. So like, like you know, what I mean? like it don't on eleven. And you know, and you know why San Jose, Boston, her and I communication is is good. You know why? It's because she's a tomboy. She yeah, that's there. You know what I mean? Like she's no, she's like an extreme version of a tomboy, and she's like, yeah, we're cool. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, so if you sleep with someone, you let me know, right? Yeah, all right, me too. You won't get mad, right? No. Yeah. All right, cool. You know what I mean like and. You're right. Like I think, like women and men will always have a story. Date guys, little boys. That's the thing, right? And like an older couple told me that. Like it was like, yeah, man. Like if you once you find that out, once you find someone who's like that, you're good, man. And I'm understand that now. I'm like, man, psh, whatever. Back then, like 29, like beginning of all guys, I'm like, man, psh, f that. 
Like, I don't need to worry about that. But, like, I feel like I, maybe I'm different. Maybe it may change later on. I don't know. Right now, like, I, I'm still emotionally sensitive. So, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that hurt, man. That was a little bit of it. Like, I didn't even get, like, the whole taste of anything. But I feel like that was just, like... Hey, well, at least you guys slept with the person. Oh. That's the worst part. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I got a couple kisses in, but that was pretty much it. I'm like, damn. But, but, like, that was, I was, she was drunk, man. Like, yeah, it was like, it was like an like experience. It was like experience I wanted to remember. Who was drunk? Hawaii. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, we didn't even, you didn't even show up for... I didn't show up, yeah, I didn't. I, didn't. I was supposed to meet him at freaking Minna, and then, what would she say? She straight up told me, like, we're at her house, like, I can say this, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. So, she sat there and said, yeah, you're not going out. I'm not going out. <laughs> he texted me. Text my friend. I'm not going out. <laughs> I've been waiting for that for a week. Okay, like that's like longing for like okay, like, man, like, yeah. like unfinished business kind of guy. Like I like to finish strong, yeah. whatever I do, right? So like, it bothered me for a whole week. No, I'm for sure. I'm calling it sick. I'm not going to work this day. Like, I, I I had a plan. I didn't care, and I and I was like, man, I don't, I don't know what it was. Any other female, like I'd be like, whatever, no feelings, whatever. Smashing quick. Like, that was vision of the plan in, mm. in Hawaii. So it was just like, smash and leave. Like, that was what it was. And it wasn't with that. I don't know what, why. And the women I talked to, like, I've hooked up with all the friends of benefits, like, why her? <laughs> why is she different? And I was like, I, I don't know. She just came out of nowhere. I don't know. And she's like, you never gave me that much. Like, you never, like, you never talk about anything. Like, you're like, I'm sorry. It's just like, I'm still cool with the friends of Bivis. I'm still cool with all of them, right? I hope so. But like, you know, it's just like, they want to know why. Like, who is this person? <laughs> I tell them, I'm like, I don't know. But like, yeah. So guys, we're nearing our end. Anything you guys want to say for the listeners out there? I know we went for an hour. This is like a special thing we have to do for our first episode. Mm-hmm. I know we promise. I'm pretty sure people aren't listening for an hour on this. Uh-huh. But they are dope. But like, at the end of the day, like our, our podcasts usually don't range this long. But this is like a summer scene we built up for him. Oh, yeah. And we're like, okay, this is the first episode of this season, too. I mean, they're going to be shorter. And it's going to be more. I think we have a lot of things to talk about. Like, it's cupping season. It's cuddling season. Mm-hmm. It's all this going on at Christmas time. This is like the worst time. Like, I think, like, women don't like to be single around this time. Yeah, they like, don't. You know, they, they hate this. Like, some women do. I might say all. But they just not like to be single around this time. Like, this is like a time where they're just like, I don't want to be single. Everyone's with everyone else. It's like. This is a perfect time to start the podcast, I feel oh, like. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and I've I start, actually been waiting for this season. Just to like, I want to know what it's like single. So I've never been single during winter. Oh, really? Ever. Oh, not shoot. in my fucking life. Dang. So this is a, this is Sorry, a big thing. Sorry, I don't know how to fuck. I, I <laughs> really? Oh, dang. So you guys are new to this. Okay, shoot. Okay, well, dang. So anything else you guys want to say? Anything? No, Next Savage? Anything I want to add, it would be better for a different thing because I've got, I've got a lot of shit still backed up. I've got a lot of things. It's been a, quite some time. I got notes written down. So, like, Today was tonight was Mr. Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We absolutely. wanted to hear him out, really. See him. So I've definitely got things to say, but those are things I'm gonna the, keep the rants. Next time. We have our rants. There's gonna be one of us in here. It's gonna have our rant. Or just that like, yeah, shuts up. So. Like this person went on. Like, dang, I'm looking at uh, Max. I was like, bro, all right, he's just. He, I guess it's him tonight, you know. So we go through our emotions, but like, you know, we're all human, right? So <laughs> anything else you want to say, Mr. Renaissance man? Once again, thank you guys for having me. Thank you for listening to me. Yeah, man. Thanks. Um, Finally came. I apologize for ranting on, but, you know, you guys want to hear everything about me. So, best believe in other episodes, you're going to hear more advice that I give. Especially, I'm the one that's just like, <laughs> we'll give the, you know, sometimes it might not be the greatest advice. But yet again, I want these guys to know, like, hey, you know what? Maybe if you do this a certain way, then 
it'll go. There's good guys out there. Yeah. So there's Showing good that guys out there, you know what? And then with the three gentlemen that I'm in this room with, they're great. So at least we try. We aim to know. be. Don't and end. we're all single. So hey, ladies. Technically. Technically, for a single man. Give a good guy a chance. <laughs> Black, white, brown, yellow. We all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring all the colors. All <laughs> ethnic backgrounds, religion, whatever, you know, fat, medium. Well, well, we're perfect. I think nobody fat up here, I don't think. No, I'm just saying, hey, I'm moving on Husky's up. Hey, man, shoot, man. Come on, man. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, man, shoot, man. <laughs> No, but once again, you guys, thank you for having for having me and uh, listening. So absolutely, for sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> Heartbreak Asian, <laughs> you got the mic. It's all you. Oh man, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, another topic we're gonna talk about later. Um, I'm gonna bring it up on this this group too. I'm gonna put a post, and they're gonna be like, "Ooh, I hate this topic." Is fetishizing, fetishizing. Uh, girls or guys dating the other sex only because of their certain fetish. For example, um, oh, she's re- he, she's really hot because she's Asian, or like, wow, well, he has nice ankles or whatever. Um, yeah, oh, I, 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 yeah, I only date black guys because of this reason. You know what I mean? Like, you know, is it good? Is it bad? Is it real love or is it fake love? Oh, jeez, I got so much to say about that, man. <laughs> Why is one of them like I, I date a black guy? I'm like. Ah. I'm not, I'm not the same type of black guy, okay? <laughs> so let's get this out of the scope. But they have a standard because if you don't meet that criteria, I think that's a good topic because if you don't meet that criteria, what they're looking for and that fetish that they have, whether you're black or have like Hispanic, Asian, and they have that what they like, and you're not that person which like, uh, he's, a, he's a little different. I'm not interested. He's not like this type of way, but it's like they're looking for that. That's a fetish. So weird. Um, yeah, I love to talk about that. That's an awesome topic. You know, we'll create some ideas with that. I was supposed to say it, but it's okay. Oh, okay. Harvey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> got DJ over here. <laughs> but all right, so I have really nothing much to say, but if you guys continue to listen to our podcast, it's going to be posted on my Instagram. I'm probably have something like that on there. If you guys are following me on Snapchat, following these guys, I don't want to put their information out, but follow me, um, Dante, Dante, Dante. Dia silent, right? Dia Dante the Dia silent. Dia silent. There's an underscore he remembers. In every no, there's no underscore. Oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in and stay tuned for it. We're happy to be back now. We're finally back. Welcome back. We're here and signing off. Peace. Deuces.